Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language. And as you know, in all of these lessons, I always ask you to send me in your contributions or questions, or even if you have suggestions, what you would like to have included in future lessons. Well, this particular lesson is exactly that. Hello out there, Ruben. This is for you. You asked me to give you some idea through a lesson about the difference of say, tell, speak, and talk, and a few other words like ask that I've thrown in and utter and convey. So this lesson is for all of you out there with these difficulties, but in particular, it's been asked and requested by Ruben. Okay, so it's an advanced English lesson, and we're looking at different ways of the differences between to say, to tell, to speak, and to talk. Now, there are other verbs, as I mentioned, to ask, convey, and utter, and I'll mention those as we go through the lesson. Okay, let's get started. Say. Say is an irregular verb, irregular verb. You know, we say, said, said. They're the three parts of the verb. Say, said, said. Say is used with or without a personal object. For example, Sarah said that she was tired. Sarah said that she was tired. You can also use it with um, a personal object followed by the preposition. For example, Sarah said to me that she was tired. So you've got two options to say it with or without the personal object. Sarah said that she was tired. In that case, it's without the personal object, or Sarah said to me, and there's our personal object, me, Sarah said to me that she was tired. So notice how we structure the sentence. Sarah said that she was tired, or Sarah said to me that she was tired, okay? It's not Sarah say me, okay? Sarah said to me, or Sarah said that she was tired. Say can also be used when we want to express an opinion or a thought. For example, I say that we should give each person 20 tickets so that they can sell them and raise some money for charity. That's what I say. Okay. Or we could even say, oh, I say, what's that over there? That looks very interesting. So we use it to raise an opinion or a view or to get people's attention to something. Oh, I say, what's that? Hmm? So you can use it in different ways. Okay, then let's look at the verb tell, to tell. And again, we're talking about an irregular verb, tell, told, told. So there's your three parts, tell, told, and told. Okay, and tell is always, always followed by a personal object. For example, she told me she was tired or she told me that she was tired. You can either include or exclude that she told me she was tired or she told me that she was tired. The important thing is that after told, it's followed by that personal object, me. Okay. And when we use tell, it's often used to describe when we give orders or instructions. I told them to go to bed. So when you want the children to get to bed early or whenever, I told them to go to bed. I told them to go to bed after their supper. I told you to ring the doctor. Did you ring him? I told you to ring the doctor. So we're giving instructions and usually we're using it in not so harsh, but very, very dictatorial or strong way. I told you to ring your doctor. Why didn't you? I told the kids to go to bed. Why aren't they in bed? 
Say and tell can both be used when we're talking about either direct or reported speech. For example, she said, I want to leave. So at the party, she said, I want to leave. She said that she wanted to leave. She said, I hate tea. She told me she hates tea. Okay, so we can use it in that direct and reported speech. And say and tell are always interchangeable. The only thing you have to do, you have to change the structure of the sentence uh, to make it a little different and to make it grammatically accurate, of course. For example, did she tell you what happened yesterday? So a question, did she tell you what happened yesterday? Or did she say what happened yesterday? Did she tell you what happened yesterday? Did she say what happened yesterday? The meaning is exactly the same. The structure is slightly different. What did Jack say? What did Jack tell you? Exactly the same. There's a different structure when we want to say or use say or tell. Now, let's look at speak. Speak again is an irregular verb. And the three parts are different. Speak, spoke, spoken. I speak, he spoke, I have spoken. Speak, spoke, spoken. And make sure you get that pronunciation. Speak, spoke, and spoken. Speak is used in a little bit more of a formal way and formal situations, particularly when you want to emphasize that something is important. For example, I will speak to you later. I will speak to you later. I will speak to management and ask them to increase our salaries. I will speak to management and ask them to increase our salaries. So a little bit more formal. And it's also used when we're referring to languages. For example, he can speak three languages. He can speak German, English, and Spanish. He can speak three languages. Or indeed, if somebody is talking about making an address to a large gathering or crowd, the senior manager will speak at the end of the conference, the senior manager will speak at the beginning of the party, just to introduce or welcome everybody to this year's annual get-together. Okay, so we're using it in a slightly more formal way. Talk. Talk is a regular verb, okay? So the others we've looked at are irregular. So talk is the regular verb, and it's talk, talked. I talk, he talked. Now remember, when you're using it in that past tense, make sure you get the correct pronunciation of that E-D ending. Talked. It's got a T sound. Talked. I talk, he talked. Okay, so make sure you pronounce that ED ending correctly. The same as walk, walked, talk, talked. The sound, the ending, exactly the same. So we use talk when we're in a much more relaxed environment or a relaxed setting among friends or family and usually in a conversational style, okay? You can use talk like this. I was talking to your mum the other day and she said you were enjoying your early college days. Yeah, I was talking to your mum the other day. We talked all night about our favourite movies. We talked forever. So the boy and girl meeting for the first time or the second time in their relationship, it's we talked forever. We, we could have talked all night. Yeah, so it's something a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more friendly and informal. 
And again, as we said before, speak and talk, they are interchangeable, okay? And it depends on the formality of the speech that you're talking to. And in, in this situation, there's no need to change the grammatical structure in the sentence. It's usually the same. For example, I would like to speak to your manager. I would like to speak to your manager. I would like to talk with your parents. I'd like to speak to your manager. I would like to talk with your parents. It, it, they're not very different, okay? The structure of the sentences is exactly the same. But if I said, I would like to talk to your manager, or I'd like to speak to your parents, you know, whether I say talk or speak, it's not going to change the meaning, the intention, or what I want to do. Now, we can dis use different prepositions. Do we use with or do we use to? So let me give you a couple of examples of that. When we speak to someone, it's usually in a way like it's one way. Yeah. So if, if your boss is really annoyed with you or your parents are really annoyed with you or you're really annoyed with your kids, you can use it one way. I will speak to you later. I'll speak to you later. So you're going to have to sit there and listen to mother or father, or you know, you're going to have to listen to the teacher. I will speak to you later. So it's very much one way. And if we want to use it in a more conversational style where it's two way, then we can use with. Yeah. I would like to speak with the team and find out what they want to do. Okay. I'll speak with you all a little later and we can listen to whatever suggestions you have. So it's it's more involved, okay, and it's it's more convivial and it's more friendly, okay? So to speak to somebody might be just one way, I'll speak to you later. Speak with be, can be involving a few other people and it's two-way conversation. Now let's move on to the verb ask, okay? To ask. And again, pronunciation here, ask, ask. Get that K sound at the end to ask. So ask is used usually in indirect and reported speech when talking about questions, okay? Somebody might say, why do you want to leave your job? Why do you want to leave your job? Pam asked me why I wanted to leave my job, or my manager asked me why I wanted to leave my job. Can you ride a bicycle? Question, can you ride a bicycle? Ben asked Sam if he could ride a bicycle. Ben asked Sam if he could ride a bicycle. Could you do me a favor? He asked me to do him a favor. He asked me to do him a favor. So we're using it there in both indirect and reported speech. Now, you also asked about words utter and convey. Now, they're not necessarily ways of talking, Utter is, is, is a, a, a word we use when we're giving a, a style, okay, of talking. And often it's used in the negative context. For example, sit there and don't utter a word. So if the parents are really annoyed with you or they're angry, then they just tell you, sit on the sofa, but don't utter a word. Don't speak until you are spoken to, in other words. Don't utter a word. Or he sat in the conference all day without uttering a word, yeah, without uttering a word. So again, using it in a slightly negative context. It's got nothing to do with he uttered something or something was uttered. It's not like ask or talk or speak. It's just a method or a way of, of talking. But as I said, it's usually used with a negative context. 
Now, be very, very careful because there are other ways to use utter. Here we're using it as a verb, to utter, okay? But if it's used as an adjective or an adverb, it's in a completely different meaning and you just have to be really, really careful. So remember here we are using it as a verb, to utter. So he sat there without uttering a sound. Convey. Now, convey can be quite formal and it's the definition of it is about uh, conveying or giving a message, okay? Please convey my gratitude to your parents for their help. Please convey my wishes to the management. So if you're in a hotel and you want to be very formal and you want to make a complaint, so please convey my wishes to the management. If somebody has died in the family and somebody is really paying their respects, they might use an expression like, I would like to convey my condolences or I'd like you to convey my condolences to your family. I'm really sad to hear about your loss. So it's all about giving or transporting something. And in this case, a message, giving a message from one person to another in a more formal way. Okay, so we always convey messages we convey our wishes and we can convey our condolences okay so that's utter and convey okay so hopefully Ruben that's covered those points I hope you understand them as always please practice and if you have any more problems or difficulties come back to me and I'll give you a few more suggestions and a few more ideas okay so as always try to practice and remember Practice, 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 because that's the best way to learn and to improve. As always, if you want something else, you know, as Ruben did, write to me and we'll include it in a future video for you. Okay, this is Harry saying goodbye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Join me again for the next lesson.